you want an insight into the minds of the industry professionals, then there's only one place to be. One place to be. The Ins and Out Podcast with your host, Kane Silver. In this episode of the Ins and Outs podcast, I speak to professional dancer Pete Stiles. We talk about why he's called Pete Stiles, what motivates him to keep training and being a dancer. We talk about what he wants to do next in his career. We also talk about him being the straightest gay man ever and does that have an effect on his career? You will find out. Pete also tells us about his childhood and how he got into dance and that he was a professional triple jumper I almost forgot what it was called then yes a professional triple jumper unfortunately the sound quality in this podcast isn't fantastic as we had to record in costa i could only grab pete for an hour in central london and so hard to get a space at midday in central london so please excuse the background noise if you can bear with it you'll definitely get some great information here is the one the only Pete Styles. Hey buddy. Hi Kane. And today I have with me Pete Styles. Yes, you sure bloody do. How I know as well, who I know is Pete Francis. But Yeah, that's true. That's the I, original. I, I did I did stage name myself for obvious reasons. Yeah. I've got a thousand dance styles yeah. under my belt. So you're like a Jedi. So Pete Styles. <laughs> <laughs> How's it being home, bro? Um, it's been absolutely incredible. Um, I originally came home for, I was going to say Thanksgiving, but I'm not, because we don't have Thanksgiving here. Um, I originally came home for a family reunion, um, and that happened yesterday, um, and that was incredible. Saw the whole of the Francis family. Um, and it was good to have a break and get out of LA, which I didn't even realise that I needed. So, and just come here and just like walk around the streets of London and actually go to parties later than 2 a.m. in the morning. Nice, be a human again. Yeah. Not just a dancer. Yeah, exactly. Nice. Um, just so everyone knows, we're currently hustling in Costa because we couldn't find a, pay- a space to record. <laughs> so if you can hear, like, coffee's being made. Sorry. That was all Anyway, so how's LA? LA's great. LA's fantastic. Um, I'm still enjoying it, thank God. Some people don't. I've been there for six years now. Six um, years? Holy fuck. Yeah, I mean, no. I moved here six years ago as well. Oh yeah, yeah. You but came I came shortly been after me, right? Yeah. At that time. But I've been back home for just almost three now. Wow. So you've been there six years. Yeah. You're still loving it? Yeah, still loving it, still dancing, still like climbing up the ladder, still evolving as a dancer and a choreographer. So uh-huh. yeah, just that was the objective in that realm. Yeah. Specifically. And you're performing a lot more now, right? And teaching a lot more than you were yeah. whilst I was there anyway. Yeah, one hundred percent. Um I don't know, like one of my objectives, like, you know, like you move and for me personally, everyone's different because they have different goals. My goal was to like book world tours and mm-hmm. dance with famous people and I've done that and I'm doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, though I'm really concentrating on my brand as a a teacher and a choreographer now. So that's like one of my main focuses as well as because I'm gonna do all of those other incredible things like dance for you know, the big names and the eyes, that's just going to happen now. Yeah. So now it's more so about me growing and building as an artist. Mm-hmm, completely. What have you found that the struggles have been since you moved to LA? Have there been things which have really like been difficult? 
Um, Could you say most people uh, didn't enjoy it? You know, they were there for so long, they don't enjoy it, but you've loved it. Are there things that you've struggled, though, along the way that you've overcome? Um, I think, as crazy as it sounds, or it may not sound crazy to some, um, I think for me personally, it was just the friends thing. Hmm. Like, I feel you. Yeah. That was it, mine. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Like, you know, like, it's like, who are your friends? Who are your real friends? And who's like really there for you in time of need? And also, even when you do find those real friends, we're all traveling the world. So a lot of the time, we're not even there mm -hmm. at the same time. Do you know what I mean? Um, so I think that was like a big obstacle for me. I literally remember when I first moved there, I was just like, how do you make friends? I remember speaking to Dana Wilson outside <laughs> Millennium and I was just like, how do you make friends out here? Yeah. Like, I was just so confused because the process is just different, obviously. Yeah. It's not like having a friend that you grew up in school with and you just mm -hmm. naturally hang out with them. Um, but yeah, I feel like I've got like a good group, like a solid core base foundation yeah. Yeah. Of those people now for what it is and I, I think that really does help along the way of the challenging times yeah as well do you get homesick I don't really get homesick that much um, what I really really I mean I speak to my my family so regularly on whatsapp yeah. that it really connects you can you imagine like if you moved to, to LA like 15 20 years ago oh when there was God. no Skype or Facebook or WhatsApp oh or anything? like how yeah. difficult would it be then breakdowns you know Mental like, breakdown. I remember the craziest. Like I'd wake up at five a.m. and go for a morning walk just so I could FaceTime my mum or Skype my mum. Like and that would worked out for us both, you know. Mm, we do it like every timing. three days, and it was like a game changer for me. Yeah, you know, know it really, really, really does. It really does make a big, big difference. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, it's just I don't know. It's just more so just like you know, like staying connected to family in that mm -hmm. way and doing the things which kind of like keeps you focused on what you're there for and also just having your intentions like knowing why you're there yeah do you know what i mean as opposed to just like oh yeah i'm here yeah <laughs> and it is you know you set yourself little targets and achieve them you know on the way what i found when i was there is i would never set huge goals because then they'd feel so far away i'd set little tasks like i want to take a class this week that i've never taken before i want to take and then all those little achievements would feel yeah. like little mini successes, you know, so it keep me feeling positive. Interesting. That was always my goal, like, okay, today I want to go hiking, I want to take two classes, go to the gym, and you know that, like... Yeah, I remember, you used to be fitting it in. Yeah, like, I'd be cramming, like, and they'd all be small achievements, as opposed to, like, I'm going to dance for Justin Bieber will tour, and that feeling a million oh, yeah. miles away, and all these little achievements yeah, would because aim they towards, build up build to towards that a big one. thing. Yeah, which helped me. Yeah. Do, you, do you have any strategies that you do? Do you have anything that keeps you motivated because um, I know LA is a hard place to stay motivated because it's constant hustle 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 I think, for me it was it? yeah no I mean I think everyone's approach is different I think mm. one of mine mainly is to stay in a place of inspiration mm. um, and everyone finds that from different things so for me personally because I'm also a strong freestyler yeah. um, I have to go to a place called open house on a Wednesday night from like nine till midnight and just like freestyle. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like with my friends or, you know, and then I go and take class earlier on within the day. Yeah. And then I will go spend some time in nature. Yeah. And do you know what I mean? Just like be inspired throughout the whole day from like different things. Yeah. Um, I think that's kind of, you know, like work out for a period. Like, yeah, yeah. 
um, I think all of those things help keep me balanced mm-hmm. more than anything because again like it's not me saying I want to go on another world tour or what like all of those things are in the process of happening they've been happening for the last five years in LA so I don't stress about those things anymore yeah it's just like staying inspired and like staying on top of your own game yeah 100% and I feel well it's coming back to what you just said but Pete Styles because you've got so many styles under your belt I feel like you always kind of hop around different people of who you train with and who you take inspiration from yeah you know like um, you're not just like I like dancing like this so I'm going to stay with these like every yeah. time I see you or every time you come home you're working on something different or you're trying to learn a new craft or perfect a new skill and evolution I think, I think it's been like that since I first met you like yeah. I met you what over 10 years ago now yeah it was about 10 years ago I'm 28 so it was about 18 we did Royal Variety together Crazy. 2008 and then we went on tour 2009 the same difference right Jesus. And I remember the first like time I stayed at your place, and when you were like, "Oh, let's go to a club in London," and we went to a house club. Yeah. And I remember you being like, "Oh, I'm, I'm learning house." Yeah. <laughs> it was exactly. like ten yeah. years ago. You're that, like, "I'm trying to get into house." Yeah, that was that's the. But that I mean, every, everyone, everyone's different. This is what I've noticed. Um, and I was having this conversation with Cisco the other day, um, and he said back in the day we thrived on learning a lot of different styles and that was almost part of like our power you know mm-hmm. what i mean like knowing multiple things and and also um i think what really allowed me to do that i remember taking like jimmy williams um, was my first Legend. teacher yeah like my first teacher at pineapple studios um, and i used to take his locking class and he once said to me that um like dance, um, it's kind of like, he just broke, he broke down the word foundation. Mm-hmm. He said foundation is like building a house. Like if you have a weak foundation um, of your house, your house will crumble. Mm-hmm. And if you have a strong foundation, it will last forever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I'm in this for the long haul. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm not here. Yeah, I'm not here to just be here for like two years and then bounce. Like I'm, my goal is to be on some like legendary type shit, um, and that, and I, I'm, I'm here. Like I'm still here. I'm still like I just got off stage with uh, Meek Mill like a couple weeks ago. Like I'm still doing like yeah. high level things. Yeah. You know, um, and I just for, for me personally, like that's just how I've come through, and that's just been my mindset. But I. I'm also aware, like nowadays, you can go and take like two or three people's classes that are popping on YouTube, yeah. And like you can really build a brand for yourself that way as well, you know. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm also aware, and I don't knock either. I just come from that mindset of like have a strong foundation, and you're just gonna be bigger and better, and you're just gonna have more under your belt. Like my friend, he described me as, um, you know, like someone that has like a pocket knife and yeah. you've got like all of those different tools yeah, yeah. on your pocket knife. Like a Swiss knife. army knife kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, like that's how my friend describes me. And and it's just me um, utilizing all of those different knives. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's dope. It's a great way to look at it, actually. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But again, like that's my way. 100%. And then you've got those other people that are just breaking it off. like Really sharp knives, just with one blade. Yeah. yeah. And it works. My, that was me. Mine's a bit blunt now. But <laughs> <laughs> don't like it. Don't lie. Don't lie. What to be today? You're still sharp. Yeah, you taught me a few things today. And my body was like, what the fuck are my hips doing? I can't do this shit. And I was no, like, good. I'm doing too much. It's good. No, it was good times. Do you remember um, 
the first time I stayed at your house. And I'll never forget, it's my favorite moment with you. And we were walking, we were talking, you're like, you know I'm gay, right? No, I do. You, and I, I was do. like, huh? Yeah, I do. And you're like, I was like, shut up, you're joking. And yeah. you're like, no, I'm gay. And I was like, shut up, man. Yeah. Stop winding me up. I kind of have to constantly come out. It's kind of funny. You're it's like hilarious. The, the straightest gay guy ever. Ever. I think people would never believe it, you know? No, I still get it. It's like the most practical joke of all time, I which isn't a joke. I still, I still, I still. As I said to you, you know I'm gay, I still do that today <laughs> to my friends. And they're like, shut up. And then they're like, oh yeah, you're the coolest gay guy in the world. Yeah. <laughs> and, and no offense, I'm not putting a stereotype on what a gay guy should be or is. Do you know what I mean? I'm just saying like, you're, you're so deceiving, you're so uh, wrapped I'm, up in being you. You know what I mean? Like, you're, you're very diverse. And then sometimes when I see you going, dancing a as my friend Anders calls it, a Zazu class. I'm like, oh, there she is. <laughs> <laughs> she came out on that one. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, I, just, I don't know. Like, for me, I mean, I have this conversation even with, like, my other gay friends and stuff. Um, I don't know, you're just, you're born the way that you are, right? So, like, what it is is what it is. Some people are born, some straight guys, some straight guys are born more um, feminine. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I mm -hmm. look at some straight guys and I'm like, are you really straight? And they're like, yeah. And you're just like, okay. Yeah. Um, so you're born the way that you're born. So I don't feel like you really need to change yourself. Yeah. To fit a specific mold yeah. or anything. And I, I only say that because I feel like, um, you know, and then there's nothing, no negative, you know, I love you. Um, there's like, gay guys get stereotyped in a certain way and so do straight guys and they normally end up on those kind of jobs or dancing those kind of styles and mm. although someone might be offended by this i don't give a fuck it's the truth like yeah <laughs> you know i mean it's the reality well, you, well you, you you tend to find your pocket of the role that you play and who you are yeah you know and um, but I, I feel like you're always the guy which is doing the dude shit. oh yeah you know i mean like you're rocking with all, all the always. straight guys like yeah. i never see like doing no Richard Jackson, Lady Gaga, even though you can, it's very yeah. rare that you see you being utilized in that way, even though you just as well, strong I, as that. I also think that, I don't wanna say I don't brand myself in that way, but like, that's not what I naturally, it's just like, um, I mean, if we're gonna go there, it's just like me saying like, I, most of my friends are straight. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's just kind of like the way that it's always been. Yeah. Um, but I do like to, you know, I do like to delve into different movement in general uh -huh. for what it is. But yeah, for, I'm, I'm a masculine male. I'm a masculine yeah. male. I love being a dude. Um, I am gay, though I definitely enjoy being a guy. Yeah. Do you think that uh, benefits you dance-wise? Like, as in, like, work, as if you've found anything, which, have you had any pros or cons about that? Have you ever been rocking with all the dudes, and then they're like, yeah, I'm gay, and they're like, what? Well, and they, they change? No. That's so dope. Um, Just because some dudes are fucking assholes like that, you know what I mean? You get that shit. Yeah, but, it's, it's, it's really interesting. I've had, like, I've had a few questions like that proposed to me, but I, I think that, as crazy as it sounds, um... Those things don't even cross my mind. <laughs> no, but that's dope. Yeah, but I, I, I only feel like I can ask you this because we're on a level. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah, one hundred. I would never. I'm not that rude, guys. I would yeah, never yeah, ask yeah. a complete stranger. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like those those things don't even really really cross. They don't cross my mind. I'm I'm there. 
in in the moment, I'm there to dance. Mm -hmm. So it's whether I'm freestyling or it's whether I like you're giving me choreography and whatever type that choreography is, I'm gonna like do my best to you know like execute it the way that the choreographer wants to execute. Um, but because I'm just so naturally like a dude, yeah, then they won't usually put me in the gay bracket. The gay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they just won't. I mean, but. But I'm I'm also not feminine, so so when it comes to feminine choreography, I do kind of struggle. Well, it's not like I struggle. It takes me it takes me like about ten minutes to switch my mind, yeah, like yeah. for my brain to go, oh, I'm this guy, okay? Because <laughs> technically it's like acting, right? Yeah, your character. Yeah, exactly. So I have to be this guy, and there's some, and I have to just be honest as well. There's some gay guys, which get it twisted, like like their movement. They're like, yeah, I'm gonna be this banshee bitch, but it's just, and it's true to who they are, but it's still uncomfortable. So if you're like, <laughs> if you're selling that choreography to even girls, it's just uncomfortable, like yeah. for another gay guy. And you know, there's gonna be people that do sit in it, but yeah. and and Frank Gatson, um, he made this statement the other day. It's just like a lot of girls, they they move like a gay man. Yeah, well I feel like it's because gay men are the ones teaching all the girl combos. Yeah, do you know girl, what I mean? Girl, not girl combos, girly, feminine combos. Yeah, you know? so, and I think that's at fault to a certain degree as well, because if a girl still finally figuring out who she is, she thinks that that is the natural way to move, mm -hmm. as opposed to actually like tapping into who they are and moving like a woman, do you know what I mean? So. I don't know, like, I mean, I kind of like went off track, but no, no. it kind of all bleeds into each other in, in that regard and also into, you know, gay man dancing like a gay man or gay guy dancing like a straight man. Yeah, no, I think it's dope. <laughs> I just think it's cool because I think some people listen and be like, oh, what? I don't get it. And then some people completely relate to you. Yeah. And then, but, and then, you know, like, and know that they don't have to be the way that is meant to be like I remember when I first moved here um, and I hung around with Cisco I mean I knew you but I hung around with Cisco and BB and Sean Niles quite a lot and I took all their classes and they're all very feminine at the time yeah because that was, was a trend because that was a trend and then I dressed how they all dressed and you know I, I used to when I look back I look at myself and go wow I look really camp you know, and it wasn't because I was gay, yeah. it's because I thought I had to be that way well, to yeah, fit you, in. You, yeah, you just, you blend it. You, you know, I was, you, I was like, you, I need you, to adapt. You, I need to yeah, fit you, in. you adapt to your environment. Yeah, and then I was like, I met John Graham, and I was like, oh, I'm allowed to like football and you adapt to your dress in how I want to dress and still dance. And I found me, you know what I mean? So I just think it's interesting. Yeah, because we're all finding ourselves at the end of the yeah, day. Yeah, you've like, not uh, adapted or blended to be like anyone, you've just been you. Yeah. And that's what I love. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I, I get, I, and I really, really appreciate that. Yeah, I just, I mean, even before I started even like, before I even moved to LA, in fact, I was just like, I just want to make sure that I know who I am. Um, not just as a dancer, but just like as a person, mm -hmm. it's like who I am in all aspects. And yeah. I just think that it's important to um, be grounded in, in your own being. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? And that transcends into, you know, like even like my dance style, I don't have a specific dance style, but that transcends into me playing a song. Like how does that make me feel? Mm -hmm. Whereas a lot of people out there are like, well, this is just how I move. Mm -hmm. 
Have you been like this your whole life? Like even since a kid and a teenager through school and stuff? Have you always been this way or did it take a time to find you? I think, um, hmm. I think that what, okay, what I can tell you is, is that I, oh, first of all, I was having this conversation with my friend as well the other day. I was that kid that my parents would never let me have Nikes. She would buy me high techs. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I was just never automatically like into like fitting a trend like that because I wasn't even allowed to even though I wanted to. Yeah. So I had to figure out buying the freshest, ass, cheapest pair of, <laughs> of high techs. And making them look sick. Do you know what I mean though? Yeah, yeah. Like I just had to figure it out because yeah. I was like, yo, I'm fresh right now and I know that my mom's gonna not let me like have those Nikes that everyone's popping right now but I'm gonna make this shit look fresh. And I think that transcended. And what I also know is that as a kid, if everyone wore the same hat or wore the same like pair of pants or, mm -hmm. or trousers or, um, pants or, or, or trainers, <laughs> like I just wouldn't wear them. I would just be like, yeah, no, don't like oh. that. Everyone's doing it. It's boring. Everyone's doing it, not doing it. I'm gonna do this. So, and I think that transcends into my art and my dance, because mm -hmm. like I see, it, and it's like, sometimes it's, it's a blessing and curse, because mm -hmm. you know, you see people just doing the same thing and they jump on that boat and then you're just like, oh look, look at them fly. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, I'm doing it. Well, that's, that's, that's um, <laughs> I feel like that's everything right now. Like, let look, like that's fashion, of course, trends. Yeah. and. You know, everything is a trend, but dance at the moment, I feel like the trend is like... Yeah, it's quicker. You, know, you get there quicker. You know, jump on the train. Everyone jumps on that train. Jump real the, quick. Yeah, yeah, and you do. And you know, like, I've had to figure out my way of, like, having the mindset which I have in regards to staying unique mm -hmm. um, and to myself, but also fresh. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Because when you know that you're fresh, you're just fresh. Like, whatever, like, you just have to know that whatever, like, you put on in the morning, whether it be clothes or whatever like you create, whether it's choreography, like it's just gonna be fresh because you're just fresh. You're just fresh. Yeah, you just have to just like be comfortable yeah. knowing. It's like everyone's approach is different, isn't it? Like I'm I'm the best version of me. Like there you go. and I'm there you go. Like, I like that kind of Marty Kidelka to Rich and Tone AJ kind of vibe. Like that's how I like to dance. And anything outside of that I don't really enjoy watching it. I don't enjoy dancing like it. So it's not, I don't try it because I'm not open-minded to. It's just, I don't enjoy it. And I remember um, Cisco always used to say, Cisco's getting a lot of references today, mm. uh, you should do everything. And I always used to say, you should also eat broccoli, but you don't do that. <laughs> we, should know our, we should know division, but we don't. Like there's loads of things that we should do, but for, and like I love that you said, you know, everyone's approach is different. And I do think being versatile is, really 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 important but for me I never wanted to do anything I don't enjoy because the whole yeah. purpose of dance to me is to fulfill enjoyment and fulfill a happiness so when I go and try something and I'm like I don't really enjoy this feeling this doesn't feel nice 100%. to my body I don't 100%. do it and everyone's like you should practice it you should work hard to be good at it and I'm like but why yeah. like my career is like 10 15 20 years whatever however long I decide or my body lets it be or I'm able to be good enough to be but I want to make that most of that and make sure I enjoy all aspects of it. I don't want to waste X amount of time practicing shit I don't like. Like, hey, <laughs> I already no, lost five that. years in school, no, you know? I, yeah, no, I support that. But that's what I mean. You, you have to find 
and everyone's everyone's approach is different everyone's objective is different some people only want to dance for like four years sometimes yeah. you know what i mean some people just want to like work with a certain choreographer yeah and then after they've done that then they're out yeah do you know what i mean like some people don't care about doing all the other things um and you take from it what you want to take from it and you use it you know and you're just like yeah okay cool done that moved on yeah how long have you danced now I want to say around 17 years, Because you're 37. P.S. He looks about 17. <laughs> Especially yeah, with get, his new I hair. Get, I get 25. I get 25, 27 a lot. Yeah. Uh, like, don't crack, yep. Yeah. <laughs> and I started, started dancing at 19, in fact. Yeah. So... And how long... Do you see yourself dancing for still a long time? Um... Or are you at transition phase? I'm definitely on transition phase, for sure. Like, I definitely... I'm the sort of person that kind of, I run with how I'm feeling. Yeah. Cause like beforehand, I used to be like, yeah, I'm dancing, I'm dancing, I'm dancing. But right now I'm feeling, I want to create, I want to create, I want to create. That's just how I'm feeling, do you know mm -hmm. what I mean? And I am, and I'm still training, I'm still like dancing. Yeah. Um, but that's my goal, you know, I've done a lot of tours yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. all over the world yeah. which is being a blessing because sometimes I, I have to check like a lot of people want to tour and mm -hmm. haven't toured do you yeah. know what I mean so um, a lot of people want to see the whole world and I've seen a lot of the world so all of those things it's not the same for me anymore because of those boxes mm -hmm. but um, yeah my, my mind is really going create 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 so i seem to be creating more i want to also share more um i know like a lot of people have danced for such a long time and then yeah. they get upset with it mm -hmm. for obvious reasons yeah you know, don't need to go into that and then they just like dip out yeah they're like yeah i'm done yeah Whereas, it's kind of a bittersweet end yeah you know? yeah i feel like that's happened for so many like dancer programs mm -hmm. um, and i really want to share what i've learned so and that's why i'm really put in the energy into teaching as well yeah um, and I remember when you, before you moved to LA you wanted to be a TV presenter yeah you, yeah. you went through a phase of wanting to yeah. present I wanted to host I really wanted to host and I still I still get that outlet a bit um, via I have like a, a dance battle um, called the dance fight yeah which I remember going, the yeah, first one I, I helped you, you do helped that was me. dope I was thinking about that the other day it was crazy yeah it was just like remember you were there and I was like I don't know how many people are gonna to come to my party <laughs> and then it was like, I was like don't worry about it it'll be fine yeah and it really was fine and it still is fine to this day so I definitely have um, I definitely have like a bug to still like host not like necessarily TV presenting mm -hmm. but I mean even doing what you're doing right now and having this conversation and sharing like people's different mindsets like all of these things still mm -hmm. like really intrigue me so yeah so yeah like in that aspect, so I'm definitely like gonna delve into that also. Mm -hmm. Though right now my brain is going in choreography, choreography, create, create, choreography. Um, and when you say create, you mean uh, create for artists, create for work, or just create for projects, like for passion projects? All, all of the above. I don't want to limit anything. Um, I love music videos. I want to start like quite directing, um, also get involved like directing music videos. Mm -hmm. and, like choreographing stage, choreographing, mm -hmm. I don't know, just like different artistic projects. Yeah. You know? how, how do you think, 
how do you what 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 is going to be your approach to make that work for you? Do you um, have an idea? Do you know what you're going to do, well, or you're I'm, just going to feel it I'm, out? I'm or? all I'm I'm in the pro. All of, when I say all of these things, I'm in the the beginning process of all of these uh-huh. things. Um, I mean, I did choreograph Jeté the other day, and then I've been asked to do another project when I get back to LA um, for August 18th. Mm-hmm. Um, in in regards to the industry right now, um, I well, two things. I'm connected to a few people. Um, I work under a name under a lady named Fatima Robinson. Mm-hmm. Um, and if people don't know who she is, go and educate yourself. Yeah, Google her. <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm not even going to go into the depths. Um, she used to work with Aaliyah. Um, and everyone. And, well, she still does. Yeah. Yeah, and everyone. Yeah, just just Google her. She's she's a legend. My objective was to work with legends Yeah. because I see myself as a young legend also within... Get it. How I am, yeah. what I know of my worth and where I've come from, mm-hmm. for sure. So my objective was to work with legends, mm-hmm. and it's happening because I want to learn and be like them. Um, so um, she allowed me to choreograph um, the misery video for Gwen Stefani. Fresh. Um, and that was one of the times I was just like, oh, this is really easy because I literally made it up on the spot. If you ever go see that video, just know that I made it up on set, like. 10 minutes before <laughs> we even danced that. Um, so yeah, I work under I work under her a lot, um, but I'm assisting a guy named Dubs. Yeah. So Dubs is her main assistant, but every so often I assist him. Adrian. Yeah, Adrian Wilshire. He is one of the most... He's a character, yo. Talented, funny, charismatic human being. This guy can do everything. Tap dance, oh DJ, host, dance. Yeah, he's a, again, a young legend. He's Look. a young legend. He's a little chameleon, a yeah. ninja. Yeah, exactly. You know so these are the people that I really want to be around. Um, so I'm working under them um, from time to time. And then I also assist Travis Payne. Um, mm-hmm. That's another one which you would want to Google. Michael Jackson choreographer. One of a few, but one of the main ones. Yeah, exactly. Um, so when I go back to LA, I'm working on a project. He's directing it with um, Stacy, his assistant, mm-hmm. and I am choreographing the show. Sick. Um, so, so in regards to the industry, like that is an in in regards to like learning how that industry actually works in that regard. Yeah, not just as a dancer, but yeah. as a creative. Yeah, as a creative. So, so it's kind of like, you kind of like, at the moment, doing an apprenticeship. Yeah, yeah. You know, technically, yeah, yeah. like... Yeah, no, 100%. Mm-hmm. And that's how I always had seen it in my head. I don't know, maybe I watched, like, too many martial art movies when mm-hmm. I was a kid. And, like, you know, in those movies, everyone works underneath someone yeah, and yeah. they see how everything's done and that's that's part of my game plan and again i know that that's not the only way no i don't think it's the only way but i think it's the smartest way i think anyone can choreograph steps but there's such an art to learn in how to do whatever you do like say you want to be a painter or a decorator you learn okay cool you learn how to paint a wall really well but that doesn't mean that you're going to have us you're going to be successful at it yeah. you know like if you find someone that is successful is it and work under them and learn from them you're going to learn so many more skills so the fact that you're going to these people which are already legendary and you're like okay i'm going to surround myself by these people and i'm going to gain all the information knowledge i can you already knew you could create steps before you got yeah. there yeah. But that's not what you're trying to gain no. from this, right? You're trying not to understand all. all the other aspects to this. Oh my god, there's it's so like many. With the podcast, this is all still so new for me. But I don't know anyone that podcasts. I don't know anyone that holds a radio show. I don't know anyone. So I literally look at 
different podcast videos, I search different people, I research on how to be better and there's so many contradicted things. People are like, ask these questions, be yourself, do this and it's just trying to find the best of what I what I enjoy from all these things and add them to my arsenal. Yeah. You know? And I feel like that's what you're doing, right? Yeah. Putting yourself into these legendary people and taking the things that you don't know yet. Yeah, one hundred percent. Because I'm I'm very I'm very aware that I mean in that aspect, like I don't know much. Like in that aspect in regards to the experience that they've had in Los Angeles as yes. well. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I've like choreographed different things, and yeah, my experience as a dancer uh-huh. is like humongous. Though they, they've definitely tapped into things which I haven't yet. So yeah. if I can just like, you know, it's kind of like the thing of being like this, like let's be like the dumbest person in the world. Yo, you know I, mean? I literally said <laughs> like, I literally said that on a podcast um, to Natalie Gilmore the other day. Right. I was like, I, I, you never want to be the smartest in your group. Right. If you're the smartest in your group, you're holding yourself back. Yeah. Like, and that doesn't mean leave the dumb ones. It means yeah. try, bring them with you. Yeah. But try and reach out and seek people that are better than you, so you can gain information. Yeah. From them. I've, I'm, I've always been about that, and and again, like, I, that's just that's somewhat my approach to life. You know, mm-hmm. like, like I just feel like it's just always good to be around people which are more knowledgeable than you in yeah. a different aspects, so you can just like feed mm-hmm. feed off of them. Definitely. Then, you know, and then fly. Yeah, that's. I feel like I, that's why all my friends are older than me. I feel like when I first yeah, started, like that, when I first started, I always wanted to hang around with the older people, and I always wanted to be t- not told what to do, but like guided. Yeah. You know, I always surrounded myself with like you, Sean Niles, Cisco, Beebs, John, Emo, all people which were like almost. 10 years older than me you know what I mean like I was 18 yeah. when I came and everyone was and 28 we, we didn't we didn't even really see you as I mean we saw you as younger but I mean, still small because I was stupid yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> no I'm just kidding <laughs> but um yeah like and you know I always look for guidance but I feel like at the same time for me that fell upon me you know I where the first tour I did was with you Fiona Florziak and Jeanette Taylor and you were all 28 I was right. 18 <laughs> You remember, it was my first ever job. I remember getting into uh, the first show and it had you guys being like, have you done your presets? And I was like, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, what the yeah. fuck's a preset? Yeah. Like, Come on, bro. You, you figured it out quick, though, right? Yeah, but you got to show me the ropes. Yeah, you, you, figured it, you figured it all out soon, man. You figured it out quickly. It's good. Super proud of you, man. Like, you did great. What's, um, how did you become a dancer? Um, how did I become a dancer? Honestly, like, I used... Well, okay, so... Let me break this down to you. I've always danced. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's more apparent to me. It's really more apparent to me when I go to family functions. Yeah. So last yesterday I was at my family reunion and it's crazy because my family's coming up to me and they're like, oh my God. And this happened literally last night. They were like, oh my God, I remember seeing you when you were about five years old and you were at um, Derek's wedding and there was a Michael Jackson song and you absolutely annihilated it. Like I had about three people come up to me yesterday and tell me that same story. They were like, yeah, I've just got like this image of my mind when you were about five years old and there was a Michael Jackson song. But I I just remember going to weddings and sweating my ass off. That's just kind of like what my memory is. But again, wasn't trying to be a dancer or anything like that. and then it was just natural it was just you yeah, having just fun yeah I was a yeah so when I hit like 14, 15 I was a professional triple jumper oh sick yeah 
Mm, okay, you obviously didn't know that. I didn't know yeah, that, especially yeah. for a midget. Go yeah, on. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. you're what, five yeah, seven? Yeah, five. I like to say five eight. Um, I'm definitely saying five. <laughs> I, call, I call five seven because I'm five eight. Um, five seven. All yeah, day. I'm. I'm. Blocky's lying. Yeah, you know. Yeah, sometimes you <laughs> don't say five eight. Um, so, so I was a professional jump, triple jumper. I hit like fourteen, and I was just really good at athletics. And I found triple jumping. And my, uh, I was gonna say choreographer. My coach nice. was a guy named John Herbert, legendary from East London. Um, he went to the Olympics as well. Um, one of my training partners were Philip Stidaru. I'm not sure if you know who he is. Not an absolute Yeah, these, these are all people that literally like went to the Olympics, oh. like competed. So I was, I used to compete for England as an under 16. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, at that age, I was like traveling the world as well, being sent home with a training, being sent, paid trips to America, training, Dope. like hardcore. So I was already in that mentality of training, do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I was already like one of the best in England. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, it got to like 16, 17, 18, 19, yeah. and I just stayed stagnant. And I was just like, mm, not feeling this anymore. And at that point, I was like going out to like parties and clubs, and I was just like dancing my ass off in these parties, and everyone was just like, oh, you're a really good dancer. Like, maybe you should think about like taking a dance class or... And then, <laughs> Got a pineapple. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then I literally, um, I quit athletics because I stayed stagnant and I was just over it. Mm-hmm. And then I just started taking a few dance classes and literally I went to pineapple to Jimmy Williams class. Is that your first class? That was yeah. That was that That's was a hard first class. class. Yeah. <laughs> that was to me. That was hip hop. Yeah. It said hip hop on the thing. I walked in. I didn't realize it was locking. I just thought it was just. Sorry, I think people are being so noisy. That we so are. noisy. And it's disgusting. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, I took took this class. Wow. <laughs> Can't they see that we're doing this? So rude. Um, We've just hijacked Costa, yeah, basically. <laughs> and now they don't care. Um, yeah, so I took like his dance class. I took it regularly, and then I took started taking other classes because I realised there was more to hip hop than only locking, mm-hmm. and then jazz funk and everything else. And then literally within two years from taking that class, I was on tour with Kylie Minogue. I want to say yes. Um, yeah, everything spiraled. Everything spiraled really, really quickly. Mm-hmm. I just don't even know what happened. Like I went from being on. Planes for athletics and then planes dancing, mm. and I just thought that was normal. You've obviously got um, an attribute which me which makes you very driven. Do you know what I mean? Like you've got that uh, you've got a successful attribute, I guess you could say. Like, I know I hear exactly. What you like mean. I don't know how to put it to words, but everything it's you do, drive. you seem to achieve. You know, you yeah. seem to uh, do very well or whatever you set your mind to. Yeah, it's just, I guess it's like anything, right? It's like really focusing your energy on that specific thing that you want and then going tunnel vision and being like, you know what? This is going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just going to happen. Like, yeah. there's not really any if, buts or maybes. Yeah. I'm not saying that I live my life like that every single day. Yeah, but that's the objective. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah, t- tunnel vision. Like, even in LA, yeah, I'm doing well. But, like, when I go back to LA, I'm not doing well anymore. I yeah. have to annihilate. Yeah. Because doing well right now for me is not good enough. Mm-hmm. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Well, I mean, you just always 
like you just said exactly the same thing. You said you left athletics because you came stagnant. Well, this is the same thing. You know, you're doing well, yeah. but you don't want to stay here. You don't yeah. want to peak. You want to keep progressing, progressing, yeah. progressing. I guess that's why dance works for you because there's so many different areas you can work Levels. on. Whereas, I guess, being a triple jumper, you're just a triple jumper. Like, you know what I mean? When, once you've jumped nine meters, you can only aim for 10. Like, you know what I mean? It's just, yeah. the, but there's, there is kind of a stop there. No, you're right. But whereas dance, you can be like, okay, sick, I'm killing popping now. Now I want to go and crump. Or now I want to go and do folk yeah. dance. And, and again, not, not everyone's um, mindset is like that. No, but that's what yours is yeah, driven that's, to. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's, what, that's what makes me thrive. That's what makes me go like, oh, I don't need to stay here. Mm -hmm. I can go there and then I can still grow there. And then that affects this. And then now I'm creating, mm -hmm. I know that like, if I have to have a lock-in section, it's not easy for me to like create that if I need like you know like a commercial dance regular mm -hmm. like hip-hop or just anything I can just I've, I've and that's why someone like Travis it's easy for them to utilize me and even for Timo you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. like it's easy for them to utilize me because they know that I can pull from anything yeah though I also have to pull from it myself now 100% Do you know what I mean it's not just about like working about like seeing what I can achieve and create for myself. Mm -hmm. What's your most favorite moment in your career so far? Mm -hmm. um, two things and they and they and it's like one is I dance for a guy named Billy Crawford. Mm -hmm. um, and I think I really enjoyed that because I was out in France. I loved France and I was like really young. So you do love France, you go there quite well. When you lived here, yeah, you were there in Barcelona yeah, all the fucking yeah, time. Exactly, like, oh, I miss Europe for, for those things. Or just being in London, hearing accents, the culture. <laughs> um, I love culture. Um, so, yeah, like, that was one of my best moments um, because we were all young on stage and it was fun and I was like in another country. Um, I did, well, two things. I, I danced, did the Meat Mill performance. BT Awards, but m one of my most favorite performances, which I had been a part of, I did um, Kendrick Lamar at the Grammys. Um, a lady named Charm, she had choreographed it. Mm -hmm. um, and if you haven't seen it, go check out the performance because it's, it's really powerful. It's very impactful. <laughs> yes, like what I think about it. I sent mean, a message. Yeah, it, it really sent a message um, about what's going on in America and, you know, like. The world. Yeah, the, the world. Mm. America, in that aspect, yeah, America yeah. specifically though, because it's just like kind of crazy right now. Um, but yeah, Charm, she did an amazing job. She's an incredible choreographer and artist. She, you know, like she'd been under Fatima like since she was 11, you know, mm -hmm. like she's like late 20s or turning 30 or has turned 30, I believe. I died, she's like 25 now, you've just pissed her off. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I mean yeah, regardless yeah, no, of, yeah, yeah. of the age, age thing, she's been worked under Fatima for so long, so uh -huh. she's, she's, she's there, like mm -hmm. she's there now, and it's just amazing to watch her yeah. grow. She's got the knowledge. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she's got the she's knowledge. She's got the knowledge. <laughs> she, she really she, can. She can drop some knowledge yeah, bombs. Fatima really passed a lot of those things down to her, and it was amazing to be a part of that. Um, and see her work and you know like Kendrick's like mad chill and calm and mm -hmm. it was just great being a part of that so yeah they're 
I mean, on on a younger aspect, like being in Europe and like that, all of that was fun with Billy Crawford, the whole being at the Grammys and doing that was just. Yeah, like, I mean, I don't think it gets bigger than the Grammys. Yeah. You know, as a spectacle. Yeah, it's it's crazy because that was the second time. That was the second time I did the Grammys. What's the, the first, first time? Um, Tropical Quest. Oh, dope. Yeah, Buster Rhymes. No, that's dope. Buster Rhymes and Tropical that's Quest. That's dope. Yeah, Tropical Quest. That's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was major. I mean, but that's what I mean. Like now, now these things are normal to me. Yeah, you know? and it kind of sucks, right? Like I know it's, it's it's amazing because I mean it's normal to you because it's a a regular thing. It's a regular thing. But it's not. It doesn't excite you like it used to because it's a regular thing. Yeah. Like well, I remember, I remember the first time doing a TV show and being like, oh my god, I'm yeah. on TV, I'm on TV, and now it's like, are you available for this? Uh, yeah. I could teach. Yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's I think I think that's the that's the part of evolution. Yeah. Um, you know, like you tick those boxes for yourself and then now you're like, yeah, I'm ready to move on and yeah. do something else for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all evolution, right? Yeah, 100%. However you want to look at it. What's uh, Have you got any moments where you're like, you wish it never happened? Have you got any like jobs where you're like, what, or, or moments in dance or your career where you're like, oh, that was a boopsie? Um... I mean, there's been a few artists that I've worked with. I'm not gonna name any. Go on. <laughs> that, uh, uh, I'm, not, I'm not blacklisting myself. Um, <laughs> that you're just like, oh, you're actually not Sing that song. cool. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm, I'm not going there. Um, I don't know. Just I don't know. There's just probably moments where you're just like, oh, my artistry is really not being respected here. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Because you know, as dancers. Um, sometimes you don't get respect. The respect you get that, treated like caca poopoo. Yeah, basically. So, I mean, you know, sometimes. Like, yeah, sometimes. Like I have spent most of my career dancing, um, you know, and I've also spent also like part of it, like choreographing as well. But there's definitely a no difference. There's definitely a difference. So, yeah. That, I mean, but I think that's. I think also. It depends on what type of dancer you are as well. Like my friend Slick, he's now on the front cover of Beyonce's album. Do you know what I mean? Like, and he's a bone breaker. But mm-hmm. I know that he's seen more as an artist because he's not only dancing. Well, I'm sure his goal someone. wasn't ever to dance behind an artist. Know. It just fell into place. Yeah, 100. percent So, mm-hmm. whereas my goal was always to dance behind an yeah, artist. Yeah, yeah, but that is also because that's what we've seen. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So that's what we've slipped into. But I think that it's now evolving into, you know, dancers actually being artists and being respected as artists. And I think that's going to take a while to shift to a certain degree. But um, I know in LA it's happening. Yeah. I mean here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Here's a whole yeah, 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 situation. Yeah. We won't get into that as a whole yeah, fucking yeah. seven-hour yeah. podcast. Yeah. One. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, uh, but we're I trying to it. change it that's the point of these podcasts yeah. so young dancers and also dancers who are already in it and not even dancers just entertainers that know your value know your worth know the rights and wrongs and if you've got questions you can hit us up and yeah. like, do you know what I mean like you can hit up these respected people on the podcast I know I'd never have anyone on here which is a douchebag or not respectable or maybe I would but I'll need to call them out <laughs> but, <laughs> but like, sounds like you everyone so far are very respectable people so you can always you know seek information I'm giving you the, the chance to hear these people so you can learn and thrive from them because they're people that I respect and people yeah. that have had an impact on my life and I believe people can learn from you know yeah for sure I mean it's 
but ag again, we're, we're all different. We all have our different gifts, and we all have our different goals. Mm -hmm. So it, it's just nice to, you know, just have these conversations. And even for myself, you know, like I think we're so caught up in the moment that we don't even realize the things that we have achieved. Yeah, do you know what I mean? It's yeah. only like when I come back here sometimes. And sometimes when I'm in America, I just have to just like appreciate that I'm actually in America because it took me so long to get there. To get there, and then you have to just be like, "Yo, like I really, I'm here now, yeah, and I've done this, and yeah. you know, and it's all stepping stones." Mm -hmm. This sounds so wanky, but I had to print out my CV two weeks ago, and I looked at it, and I was like, "Oh, you've actually done alright." Like if 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 this stops now, like no, but you know, like if oh, it stops 100%. now, like, and it was kind of like. It put a smile on my face because I was like, wow, see that one there? Like, one of them was like, I think it was Alexandra Burke that did something. And I was like, that used to be my dream job. You know, I, it was my dream to do bad boys on stage. And now it's like, oh, that's right down there at the bottom. You know, like, like yeah, you have to, you know, you have crazy. to, look, you have to look back because, like, you, you good forget. times. Yeah, it's like the whole gratitude thing. Like, you really have to, like, check yourself sometimes. And I, to, and I say that for myself because right now, it's like, because I'm. Oh, oh yeah. Um, blending, yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Costa. I'm going to prep next time. I'm going to blend it. Starbucks all day. Rude. We're leaving. Um, yeah, you have to really check yourself because you do. You come in with those objectives and you're so focused that you don't even realise that you even like ticked them off. No, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. But like for me, coming back to London now, I mean, like, it's my, my time of going, like, oh my god, like, like yeah, I'm actually doing this. Yeah, I've sure. done that. And, that actually really happened but when you're in a zone you're just like tick yeah. done it moving on yeah. when's my paycheck coming like what's the next project that I'm gonna like build mm -hmm. um, so yeah be in the moment yo yeah no 100% right bro we gotta wrap this up so I gotta go and teach in 6 minutes okie dokie well thanks for having me and we're gonna teach tomorrow together well you're teaching and I'm I'm guinea pig no we're, no, we're teaching together it's gonna I, be good I times him, we're gonna teach together. Anyway, bro, it's a pleasure as always to be with you. Yeah, I love you. Love you too, brother. <laughs> Check out Pete at Pete Styles on yeah. Instagram. Um, at Pete Styles twenty two on Instagram, and you can see a lot of my work and the progressions of my life story. It's Pete Styles twenty two because he looks twenty two. Say well, motherfucker. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for listening to the Ins and Outs podcast. Please make sure you subscribe leave a five-star rating and review on iTunes, and also make sure you're following us on Instagram, at the ins and outs underscore. Thank you very much, and until next time, the ins and outs.